Hey y'all, it's your girl Keitha Kentucky and you're tuned into an episode of So There's That, the podcast. Your girl is going to rename this episode as soon as I post it. I'm drawing a blank. All I know is that this is the post-Thanksgiving, post-Black Friday, post-Cyber Monday episode, bitch. So I hope that you are able to refresh, reboot, get all the things you needed to get together be thankful, be grateful, try not to think about the actual reason of the season, because when you do, you might spark some depression. And speaking of depression, have you checked on the person to your right and to your left, even your strongest, even your weakest, okay? We are rolling into holiday season. If you follow me on Instagram, I talked about it. Um, I ran into a guy yesterday. I said, hello, how you doing? He said, I'm still breathing. But he said it so negatively. I was like, uh, is you all right? Are you okay? What's going on? What, you straight? Um, and then those are small little things, and that might be funny, but <laughs> dude might actually be going through something. And, I, and it took me, I was like, should I cycle back and go talk to this dude and see if he's really okay? And hopefully he is, because I absolutely didn't get a chance to do that. But peep clues, peep intentions, peep tone you know what i'm saying this holiday season so uh, i hope that everybody enjoyed their thanksgiving their friendsgiving whatever they refer that to or if you took the Kyrie Irving approach and said fuck thanksgiving it's all good uh maybe that lightens the load a little bit but hopefully everybody got to enjoy their break and uh tap into these sales i mean <laughs> i uh, actually am in, in indulging in one of my purchases right now and i was able to get a podcast a podcast microphone and i'm really excited about using it so hopefully it sounds a little bit better than some of my previous episodes that i've had so far now using this mic and then trying to use anchor as well because uh, i thought there was some kind of way that i could put this mic on my phone because i'm super ghetto either way i thought there was a way to make this thing uh pop with my phone and it doesn't so i have to use my software on my computer so hopefully everything turns out the best for this episode but either way speaking of thanksgiving were you looking at the Cowboys and Redskins game? I don't care nothing about none of that, but what I did care about is uh, the commercials that we got to see during Thanksgiving. And that one commercial that I am talking about is the Lion King trailer, bitch. <laughs> I am excited. And I just want to be the one, if nobody has told y'all yet, um, this is not for y'all kids. Um, this is for us. <laughs> I want y'all to know that and bought back OG Mof uh, Mufasa. So the thing is, like, they gonna have to go like two weeks later, maybe not, maybe the month after the release. It's just not for your kids. It's for '80s and early '90 babies. Okay, this movie is here for us. Queen Beyonce is in there. I know the critics are a little bit, you know, we don't know how to feel about that. But for the most part, it's we don't get to see her acting expressions and nothing like that. We need to chill out, give her a chance. She's reading. And, and just hopefully Nala doesn't sound like a Houston native. I, I mean, it is what it is. I think Beyonce going to be all right. But other castmates are um, uh, Keegan, Michael Key, I believe. Um, Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover, is going to be playing Simba. Now they also have children um, playing those roles. And while I'm at it, talking about Lion King and our excitement about that, can we take a moment to... 
just praise the person that is Jason Weaver. Now, I've said this on social media before, but Jason Weaver is an unsung black hero, bitch. Like, he played Michael Jackson. He played Simba. Well, Jonathan Taylor Thomas, he played Simba. But he did, the, I'm going to be your mannequin. See, I'm messing up the lyrics. That's why I need, I need summer 2019, which is when the re-release of uh, Lion King or the 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 new Lion King is released. So I can get these songs popping. I need to listen to the Lion King soundtrack and get my life together so I can remember things again. But like I said, what I do want to reiterate is the fact that this is not for y'all kids, okay? But And then we also want to make sure that we are uh, uplifting Jason Weaver, also TJ's older brother from Smart Guy. He uh, gave us many a classics in the 1990s, and I don't think we realized that, so shout out to Jason Weaver. Um, coming off the holiday, just talking about my little holiday, I had a good time. I cooked for my family. Um, this is my first Thanksgiving with my newborn. Uh, she'll be four months here shortly. So just having like a like a fully realized family and then like waking up early and doing those things that my mom used to do. It's real crazy to wake up, cook, and see the kids playing in the living room. And I had like a tinge of sadness during the holidays because I was like, man, kids are only fucking young for a little bit. They're only young and vibrant and not tainted by the world for a little bit. And so it's just, it's good to sit and watch purity, like right there in front of you. Like kids are so pure and just full of love and they just want to be loved. And it's so crazy. I got emotional. Um, I realized <laughs> that I'm emotional. I got my birth chart pulled and uh, I'm a Pisces sun. I'm a Cancer moon. And I'm a Scorpio rising. So that's my life and there's that. <laughs> so I'm always emotional. But watch my kids just just play and enjoy themselves and just be innocent and bad as hell sometimes. I ain't going to front. But the little moments that I did get to capture, I'm just grateful for that. Grateful for my husband, my career, for y'all support, for tuning in and just sticking in with your girl, obviously. I took a little break because I wanted to enjoy the holiday too, shit, nigga. Like, duh. Like, but I'm glad you guys stuck around this episode. We're going to talk a little bit about just some of the things that have happened in pop culture. This, this episode is going to be fully focused on a lot of the fuckery going on in Hollywood. And the first thing I want to talk about in particular is going to be the Soul Train Music Awards. Um, They... <laughs> It was hosted by Tashina Arnold and Tisha uh, Campbell. I was about to say Martin, but uh, I remember she just got a divorce or she's going through a divorce. Either way, they did a, a little bit too much for me. I don't know how I felt about their intros and their skits. After a while, I was a little bit annoyed. Pam and Gina was just, they were happy to be here and I couldn't front. <laughs> I had to give them what they got for a poke chop and it is what it is, but they had a lot of questionable fashions. I didn't really know if it was formal or informal, what we was doing, but for the most part, it was kind of refreshing to see them interact with each other again, but they was just doing a little bit too much. 
Um, and, and it's okay. The one standout thing from the Soul Train Music Awards was John B. and Donnell Jones. Um, both looked like they were really trying to keep up with the times, but however, they gave us some really great performances and let us know that R&B can really be back here if you guys let it. If you guys tap into those, um, those crybaby vocals. <laughs> I was talking with my friend Will. I actually was, uh, uh, a guest on his podcast last week or we recorded he hasn't released it yet but we were talking about how when r&b niggas and women used to cry about love now nobody gives a fuck about love anymore <laughs> nobody wants to cry about their significant other anymore and i just missed that time john b um i believe he um he performed someone to love and he performed uh they don't know and donnell jones did uh sweet do deed <laughs> Sweet do dee do dee dee. I don't see. Don't get me started. Um, where I want to be, right? And then he also did, um, ooh, say what, say what, say what. See, I gotta remember the titles of songs because I will give you a smooth chorus, but sometimes them titles, I'm just gonna name it what I want it to be named. <laughs> so you know what's up and where I want to be. Solid performances. Um. It was really a good award show. Now, two of the biggest awards that were given out, Erica Badu got the Legend Award, and she also gave us a pretty much a, a Beyonce concert within the Soul Train Music Awards. Shout out to Duran Bernard. I am such a big fan of him. You can look up him on YouTube. I know that he is currently on a TV show that I am not watching. I should be watching it, but I haven't watched it. But I support him <laughs> either way. I just see, I don't, I think he's too good. Too good for a reality TV show. I think he just, somebody needs to hurry up and just give him a goddamn uh, contract already. Why? Why are we taking forever? But he's doing good. Duran Bernard is actually, he's a backup singer for Erykah Badu. It has been for years. I discovered him on um, YouTube many years ago. He used to do covers and just record them and then he would upload them to soundcloud and i would download them whole so i had like a whole playlist of just his covers from different artists and all that stuff I, I love him but either way he did back up for erica badu was she was being recognized for being um a legend like she is there's just nobody like erica badu she is very uh abstract uh and she might not be everybody's favorite, but to the ones that love her, we really appreciate her craft and what she's provided to us as just being a badass, against the grain type artist. So it was really good to be seeing her recognized. We also got to see Faith Evans take away the Lady of Soul Award. And <laughs> I felt so bad because this whole time, you know, I don't know if you guys know, but she is actually married to Stevie J from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta fame. And it, it took me a long time. Actually, it took me until that night, <laughs> Sunday night, to be like, oh, for real? Y'all for real married. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Um, but he actually was the one who introduced her and gave her her award. And she closed out the show with her performance um, before they went into the Soul Train line. So shout out to Faith Evans for just giving us tracks of the 90s. That she was one lady that really just cried for her nigga to come home. 
Um, and I appreciated it. Um, I enjoyed a lot of Faith Evans music. Bad Boy era was just everything. Everything that he gave us before he snatched it from us was all pure. It was every time I think about the 90s R&B and hip hop, I think about Bad Boy and just the amount of music that they gave us growing up. But shout out to Erica Badu and Faith Evans. I just want to say before I go into the next topic, shout out to BET for trying to turn it around. I see you, okay? I see everything that you're trying to do. And I'm happy about it. Um, during the Soul Train Awards, one of the trailers that they had was that they're going to have, I believe it's something to the effect of the new edition slash Bobby Brown depiction movies that we've gotten over the last two years. Except for this one is going to focus on how Soul Train began, Don Cornelius, a lot of the things behind the scene. It looks really, really good. And the guy from Power, don't know his name, unfortunately, um, he played Sean, the one that was messing with Tasha. Right. The one, y'all know which one, from the first season until he got killed by Kanan. Sorry if you ain't watched it. My bad. Spoiler alert. Anyways, he's going to be playing Don Cornelius. And as, as we all know, I think I'm pretty sure that Don Cornelius died of suicide. Like, he committed suicide. So, um, they're going to be going in depth. And I can't wait to see it. BT is coming up with the, the series and the docu, yeah, the docu-series and the movies and all that. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm enjoying it. The new edition really set the tone for some of the output that they're doing. So, I hope they keep it up. There's a lot of unsung heroes out there that I feel like... We need to uh, create a platform in order to make sure that they are remembered. We have to smell our roses while they're still here. So it was really good to see these movies coming out. And um, I can't wait to see it. So I have a few minutes here. To, I want to talk about Dwight Howard. <laughs> I'm not laughing, but I'm laughing. I feel really bad for him. Uh, I hate that we're in an era where everybody can at some point feel like they can blackmail you and, and throw your truths out there because you don't owe anybody your, your real truth as far as being a celebrity is concerned. You, you should be able to obtain some sort of privacy and a little bit of yourself um, until you, you're in the public front, and I think. I know that's kind of a contradiction but at the same time I think I I think I'm standing firm in what I mean <laughs> and that is that um just don't be portraying to be something that you're not but at the same time I, I I believe that people are owed a bit of privacy when it comes to certain things now Dwight Howard is a basketball player that plays for the Washington Wizards and uh, he was over the weekend outed by a transgendered man uh, named Mason Elijah, spelled very eccentrically, very yeah, like I very Malaysia, like. <laughs> but anyways, um, she has obtained so much audio, and a lot of the audio just feels like at some point she knew that she was gonna throw this in this dude's face, and I feel bad for him because a lot of it is making sure that. She's saying his name, Dwight, Dwight, didn't you ask me to do this and this, Dwight, didn't you ask me to do this, Dwight, and I was like, ah, fuck, yeah, why didn't you peep that, but apparently, um, what, the reason why 
she outed Dwight Howard is because that there were starting to be harassment and threat claims behind it. So she figured she had to let the world know in case something happens to me, which just seems like this is what's hot on the street these days. I don't understand. Future also has some rumor behind him about he didn't uh, sit the goons out for his uh, newest baby mama, baby mama number seven. And I don't think I'm wrong or off from that number, but baby mama number seven said that future out here trying to kill her and her unborn child. And I'm just like, y'all, y'all just gotta be a little bit more careful about what y'all doing with y'all's reproductive organs. Like, fuck, do you know that when you have sex with somebody that a baby can come from it this is why like, i got pregnant this last time totally a surprise but did i know that eventually like if you know if i have relations with my husband that that might be a result of it yeah sure so don't complain about when you raw dogging these people that you don't care about and then a baby results from that union like let's get it together or that when you're you're, you're having relationships with somebody else that they might be able to you, you know you just gotta stand in your truth out here in these streets dwight sorry i don't want him to get shamed if that's his lifestyle that's his lifestyle i just hate that there's so much homophobia out there surrounding us if he likes to deal with transgender people <laughs> then that's his thing shit let him do your thing do what you want to do i don't care but um He's been very quiet, I will say that, unfortunately. You know, we want him, you know, let's pray for the whole situation, God. The next thing I want to talk about is Takaji 6 9 <laughs> I'll be the one to tell you guys, I don't know shit about his music. I don't know nothing about no Fifi, no Mimi, no BB featuring Nicki Minaj. I didn't listen to it. I did hear about it. I saw clips of it thanks to the Shade Room. Um, but I don't listen to his music. I hear it. I don't. Uh, he's just not my cup of tea, you know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying anything against mumble rappers or whatever because... I be tapping into that Cardi B. I be tapping into Kodak Black from time to time. I like a little something here and there. I like a light trap song for myself um, to uh, do the new dance moves the kids be doing. But listen, um, Takashi 69 Don't know who he is. Let me give you a fair visual real quick. Light skin, Puerto Rico, okay? Tattoos on the face. He got rainbow colored hair, all right? He's a troll. He be fucking with people online. And that's mostly what I know about him is that people joke on him. And then he does a whole Instagram parody about the dudes. Um, people he's gone against is The Game. He's gone against YG. He's gone against 50 Cent. And I think they have this love-hate relationship with each other. But either way, now the celebrities are vouching for him and feel bad for him and think that he wasn't about that life after all. But let me finish giving you the insight about what happened. Takashi was sentenced to four years probation for the use of a child in a sexual performance. And last week, he pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct for a separate assault charge on a New York police officer. Uh, Both of those terms, uh, he pleaded guilty and he went on probation. Um, So they met that he must stay out of trouble. Um, but you know, he didn't. So there's been six counts of, uh, racketeering now, and I'm gonna give you a background as members of nine tray. They allegedly conspired as part of a criminal organization that was known to make use of murder, robbery, drugs, 
to solidify power. The conspiracy ran from 2013 to 2018. Nitre trafficked, not trafficked, <laughs> trafficked drugs such as heroin, fentanyl, MDMA, and pot, according to the indictment. So, hmm. Let me just let y'all know that the niggas been out here trying to kill this. Like, photo shoots, video shoots been shot up. He been trolling people. He makes videos trolling people of saying how, um, there was a video that I watched. What was it? That he was in the middle of all these securities was circled around him. And he's just doing, like, the sea walk and shit. Like, he's untouchable. He's invincible. And, uh, damn, you going to jail now, buddy? Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like. Shit, cuz, like, mmm. That's why you gotta be yourself out here. You do. You gotta be yourself out here. If you're not no gangster, don't be no gangster. Not for all the money in the world, cuz you don't want gangster problems. I don't want gangster problems. But you about to go to jail now. Like, this, these counts are serious. Two of the counts against Takashi carry a ma maximum sentence of life in prison. Um, his album was released this week, if y'all care. <laughs> Go fund me in the form of an album, okay? Um, because this nigga is not going to see the light of day. Um, apparently, there was a snitch amongst his crew that uh, were able to compile all this evidence and proof of what was going on. Uh, unfortunately for Takashi, um, I mean, maybe he's having a come to Jesus moment as we speak, but... This is one of those lessons learned to these up and coming rappers that you can go the J. Cole way, nigga. Like, you, <laughs> you don't got to be YG. YG is a known blood. He's really fucking about that life. Did y'all see what happened to fucking XX to uh, Tanache last year? Excuse me. Rest in peace. That wasn't his guy given name. I can make fun of that. But. Did y'all see what happened to Homeboy last year? Okay. Listen, man. Niggas is not playing. Um, I get that it's entertainment. I understand. Um, but there's a certain aspect that you gotta you gotta understand that you gotta be real with these folks. Cause some folks don't like hearing you lie on a track. All right, because you gotta pull up to people's neighborhoods, host parties and clubs and all that. And, and a lot of people don't like to see you succeed. They don't like to see you do well. So if you're talking about you about this gangster shit in your tracks and you pull up to somebody's hood, they're going to want to see what you're really talking about. So I encourage you to really just be yourself out here in these streets. I want to lie to y'all and pretend like I feel bad for Takashi, but I just feel like he got over his head. And it is what it is as far as that's concerned. Um, lastly, I want to get into, um, it's not lastly. I have one more, one more extra thing after this. But Love & Hip Hop Geriatrics, okay? <laughs> A.K.A. Love & Hip Hop New York. It just aired this last, last week. This last week? Yes, this week. Monday. And the castmates of Joe Budden, Sin Santana, I was against that because I don't want to see their problems. I just want to look at their Instagram pictures and their lovely picture of their um, son, Lexington. Lexington? Langston. Lexington. It's like, what's one of them? I didn't. Want, I don't want to see them crumble on screen. I really think that Sin is good for Joe and vice versa. I'm not trying to witness that. Rich Dollars, um, CEO of the Creep, Creep Squad, 
Yandy, um, who's fake married to Mandeces, who's been in jail damn near. I, I felt like eight years was a long ass time, but I think he only got like two more years left in the pen before. Apparently, she's supposed to be adopting somebody's baby, but either way, Remy Ma and Pap, and I'm sure that's going to be a continuation of um, their baby story that they had. I'm a little, I think I shouldn't have watched their little individual show because now I'm over the fact that they keep talking about a golden child. I don't know. Like I feel really bad about it, but I, either way. Um, and then we have, did I say Joel Santana, Joel Santana and his girl who I am having a brain fart right now about her name, but either way, pretty, I'm still pretty. The one that got her ass beat by Christy in the first season that was absolutely great TV, by the way. Um, but Joel Santana is out here looking like somebody's a boy love. All right. He looks like somebody's grandpa. He ain't got no teeth. We didn't know that he was on drugs, but we could have figured it. Um, this nigga is really going through it. I don't know why anybody continues to keep taking these loaded guns to the airport. Knowing fucking damn well that um, the x-ray machine don't catch you. Like, you had to be souped up, nigga, to go to... TSA, the airport, with a loaded weapon as well as drugs. And so he got locked up for that and could be facing time, a long time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what do niggas do when they know they're about to go to jail? They propose. So apparently <laughs> he proposed to his girl and they've been together over a decade. And so this was... This was the time. The time was now, and she's all about it. What the hell is her name? I'm going to have to look it up. What is that lady's name? It'll come to me soon. But like I said, this is going to be the general hospital of, of the franchise, right? <laughs> it's all these old folks. So if you was looking forward to your Mariah Lynn, your Bianca Bonnie, your young, um, fruitful kids who like to fight, pop off, throw water, this is not going to be the season for y'all. So unfortunately, this is going to be, it actually might be a reflective season of Love and Hip Hop. It actually, we might uncover some shit. It might be very real. But then we also got Safari who wants to be fake in love every fucking season. <laughs> I'm about fucking over that. Give that nigga some drama. Um, because him being fake in love with these niggas, like I'm over it. Like, okay, whatever. But either way, are you tuned in? I am just because like, what else is on Monday night? <laughs> lastly before i get out of here i just want to say a shout out to the black women winning i guess this could be called b-dubs <laughs> now nah, i think about chicken but anyways supercent uh and she's actually known as uh also known as wasam super am i saying that right because i usually just call her supercent i didn't know that she went by wasam until like I followed her on Facebook. So I'm one of her newer followers. All I know is she has hilarious videos on Facebook and Instagram, but she's also owner of a restaurant down in New Orleans, as well as being the owner of a makeup company, which she did a sale on Cyber Monday and or in Black Friday and became a millionaire. So shout out to you. And also, um, I want to talk about real quick just being thankful again for everybody's support going forward. I'm glad you guys were patient with me um, for recording this episode. I'm actually on my lunch break. I'm probably going to be late to, 
to work. But I had to make sure I posted this because I don't want to get out of the routine of doing this episode. So thank, thank you to the people who remind me. Thank you to the people who are constantly asking me, when, when are you going to be talking about this? Are you going to talk about that? Shout out my friend Gloria. That is my right hand man. As far as compiling ideas and things to talk to you about, news articles for the week. This girl's in my inbox and she's constantly just keeping me honest with um, the things that I know I want to do, but I talk myself out of doing. And I think people need friends like that. So if I can leave you with anything, this episode is have a person around you. Don't have yes men. Have somebody who is going to keep you honest. Someone who you tell your goals to, they they definitely believe in you. It could be your significant other. It could be your friend. It could be anybody around you who believes in you that constantly, hey, gives you that shoulder check and lets you know that, hey, you got work to do. And, and it should really come from you, but sometimes it doesn't hurt to have that person to, to push you a little bit. Like when you run in and you want to slow down, that person that puts their hand on the small of your back and you got to keep going, those annoying niggas, but they not because they just want to see you keep pushing and keep going. So if I can leave you with something that's keep going, acquire yourself somebody who will keep you honest, all right? And for the most part, so there's that. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you guys again next week.